Grab your finest leather and lace as WMNF presents its Halloween Ball 2023. Starring Sleeping Pills, Romeo Blue, Offerings, DJ Mike Hendrick, and your host, Nicole Azar. Plus, a special costume contest for all you ghouls and gals. The Haunting takes place on Thursday, October 26th at New World Music Hall, 810 East Skagway Avenue, Tampa. Tickets 18 advance, 20 at the door. Go to WMNF.org for more info. You're listening to WMNF 88.5 Community Radio. WMNF Radio 88.5 FM in Tampa, and you're tuned to Sunday Morning Public Affairs program called Sunday Forum. And we are watching events on the globe as we get prepared for today's show. Israel warplanes, Israeli warplanes have struck targets across Gaza, as well as two airports in neighboring Syria. As the two-week-old war with Hamas in Gaza threatens to spiral into a broader conflict, Israel has traded fire with Lebanon's Hezbollah militant group on a near-daily basis since the war began, and tensions are also soaring in the Israeli-occupied West Bank, where Israeli forces have battled militants in refugee camps and carried out 
two airstrikes in recent days. For days, Israel has seemed to be on the verge of launching a ground offensive in Gaza as part of its response to Hamas's deadly October 7th rampage. A convoy of 17 aid trucks was allowed to enter Gaza from Egypt on Sunday and the second shipment is expected in two days. But of course, we all know that those 17 aid trucks, and I believe it was 20 aid trucks, is not enough for at least a population of 2 million people in Hamas. I mean, in Gaza. But Hamas is uh, under attack right now for their attack on Israel on October 7th. That rampage that we're talking everybody has been remembering and uh, in Tampa yesterday there was some uh, protest for the Palestinian people and as these bombs rain down on Gaza we're concerned about the Palestinian people who have never been truly represented by Hamas uh, but there's going to be more protests and more discussion about what is happening is we are trying to figure out how to get out of this quagmire. This has been a long-running conflict because it has been a neglected conflict. Palestinians have been herded into too small, this, this Gaza Strip and on the West Bank, but never have had the pleasure of controlling their own elections and who their leaders would be. So Hamas has assumed the representation and leadership of the Palestinian people and uh, have been trying to impose an Islamic state on the Palestinian people, despite what they say. And people say, well, why don't the Palestinians just rise up against Hamas? Well, it's not that easy. There are a lot of times and a lot of people who have been tortured by that group as they've tried to make their voices known, pro-democracy voices known. But Palestinians sheltering in UN-run schools and tent camps are running low on food and they're drinking dirty water and a power blackout has crippled water and sanitation systems. OCHA, uh, this is uh, the World Health Organization who's been monitoring this uh, events in 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 the area. Uh, have been reporting these things. And so we're going to be keeping a close eye as we, you know, looking at a potential humanitarian crisis. Uh, But those aren't the only hot spots on the globe. And we are constantly looking at the fallout from the African coups and the wars that are taking shape there. And that was all based on Russian propaganda And now people are turning on themselves on the continent of Africa. So we'll continue to talk about that. But there's some local stories and maybe there's some things you would like to share. This is the Sunday Forum and you are tuned to your community radio station, WMNF. And of course, we still need your support. I think we only have like $145 left to raise for the Sunday Forum. So if you'd like to do that, go to WMNF. Dot org and hit the donate button. We can still use your help to get us over the top so that we can continue to focus on public affairs on a Sunday morning. And uh, as all of this strife is going on in the world, we're watching one party in the United States implode on itself. Uh, the Republican Party, the GOP, has once again been caught in a, a grip of of a small right-wing minority controlling everybody else. And the House is now laid bare the GOP civil war. And, of course, now the House representatives cannot really do any work until they solve who's going to be the Speaker of the House because the Speaker decides what bills are going to come up to be voted on. In the meanwhile, the Senate can continue to do its work, but of course, anything has to be uh, passed, has to have uh, have some agreement, an agreement bill out of the House. So work has really come to a standstill, but the Senate and the President of the United States 
who has a lot of control over foreign policy can continue to respond to the world. And we watched the president deliver his speech on the Israeli-Hamas war and suggested, not suggested, but continue to ask Congress to support and keep our minds focused on the two hot spots on the globe, and that is not only Israel and Gaza, but also Ukraine. Can't keep our, uh, we can't take our eyes off the Russian strongman, Vladimir Putin, who I think has been a proxy in a lot of what is happening on the globe. We see that Hamas used a lot of disinformation and raised a lot of capital through cryptocurrency and its traditional supporter Iran has very close ties as of late with Russia and we also saw 10 years ago almost 10 years ago when uh, the Syrian president used chemical weapons on his own people in the United States under Barack Obama said that would be a red line if that happened and when it did happen little did we know that when Barack Obama showed up with his warships nobody else came to join any coalition and Russia was already in Syria helping the strong man rain down bombs on his own people chemical weapons bombs so you never know the you know we didn't know that Russia was there at that time so it is important to understand the world but when you have leadership in, in crisis and paralyzed as they are, it is hard to know what role they plan on playing until they get the house in order. But and this is a Sunday Forum, so we do want to hear from you. 813-239-9663 is the number to call. We stand ready to take your telephone calls to talk about what is happening globally, nationally, and internationally and um, we're gonna hopefully have an enlightening discussion here on Sunday Forum this morning as we wait for your telephone calls and emails you can also email us at WMNF you can write DJ at WMNF.org so this is the Sunday Forum and we're waiting on your telephone calls to talk about all that is happening around us. You know that this is October 22nd. This has been an important day historically. This was the day that President Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, announced the or revealed to the world the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> so maybe we could talk about what people felt at that time and how unstable the world seemed in, in that time. And who was the aggressor? And people, what was the root of the fears on October 22nd, 1962, I believe it was? And what it would have been like if we didn't have a functioning House of Representatives and as we see today. And so we can talk about what is happening locally. We could talk about all that's on your mind. There are a lot of issues that correlate to one another so it's important to talk about it and uh as i said there's been some local protests people have been trying to make their voices heard uh but right now this is a pivotal moment and people have to weigh in on what is happening because what is happening what will happen is happening in your name so this is the time to call and talk about it. 813-239-9663. And of course, there are a lot of climate issues that we can continue to talk about and uh, how that is impacting our standard of living as of today. This is the Sunday Forum. We're looking for your telephone calls. We're going to have a real program today. So keep it tuned right here as we have a discussion with you. 813-239-9663. Looks like you're already calling and of course the phone lines are wide open. It's 820 in the morning here on Sunday Forum. Go ahead, caller. You're on. Well, as I always say, they have the best program on MNF on Sunday morning forcing us to get up early. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you. 
Thank you for doing it. Hey, where's Walter today? Is he out having fun somewhere? He probably is. I think he's having a little bit of fun. I heard from him. I hope to hear see him in the studio real soon. Yeah, I realize that that question, where's Walter, that should not be asked because we know how many evil ones are trying to to stop him. So let's not give his location. That's right. <laughs> now, brother, you see that um, Ron D. Satan, otherwise known as Mr. Go-Go Boots, he <laughs> continues to show his Mussolini tendencies, his racism, and his appropriation of our tax dollars for his political adventures. I love, actually I hate, how he spent our money to evacuate people from Israel. But of course, he, while using our money to do it, he also said that the real victims in most cases in Israel are not Israelis, but they are Palestinians. But the Governor DeSatan said, of course, that Palestinians are not welcome to come here as refugees. Yeah, I thought I heard him also say they were all anti-Semitic. I'm glad that you remembered that. That was something that is so funny. And I love how some media members had the guts to tell him to his face, listen, baby, if you understand genetics and human evolution, you must understand that Jewish people and Arab people are Semites. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to call Arab people anti-Semites, then you must be calling them self-hating Semites. Mm -hmm. And it's just insane that this clown is using our money for his private police force, for his war against anybody that he doesn't like. And what's really bizarre about the guy, and I think a lot of these Republican types, especially the ones who hide behind their version of Jesus, is that they seem to think that they know how all the rest of us should live and think and feel. Like, and, if, and, and not just they, they know how we should, but they're going to legislate that we have to. Right, right. I mean, where he, he, he knows better than a woman when she should have a baby. And he's going to force her to have one if he can. It's, now, here's the main thing, and I hope this will prompt more discussion. As the orange Putin lover crashes and burns. And let me tell you, as a former, a former misdemeanor federal defendant, I was a misdemeanor federal defendant in a completely nonviolent case that involves growing certain plants that at the time were not legal. Now, I was a federal defendant in a misdemeanor case with ne having no other criminal history and I was not allowed to leave the federal district that I had been arrested in. My passport was seized. I was given a bond that was extremely high. And if I had even once slagged, defamed, or threatened the prosecutor, the witnesses, or the judge in my case, I would have immediately had my bond revoked and I would have been in federal custody until the trial was over. I also would have had extra charges added on. There is something extremely bizarre and weak about how our justice system is allowing Trump to get away with things that even gangsters don't get away with in mafia cases and Rico mafia. And the fix must be in or something. And I've written to Merrick Garland citing my own federal case number and said, hey, Merrick, um, thanks for what you are doing, but how come you're treating Trump with kid gloves? This guy should be in jail already. The Rosenbergs long ago were executed for far less than Trump has done for Putin. And, uh, and, and if America doesn't get real, we'll be making, we are making, the same catastrophic mistake that Germany made with Hitler after he did his own January 6th, which was called the Beer Hall Push. And Germany failed to imprison Hitler immediately. They failed to imprison his thugs immediately. And they failed to execute him. And we all know what happened after that. 
So people might be listening going, oh, God, this caller is, is saying that Trump should be executed. Let me tell you something. If you work for a foreign agent like Putin, if you commit espionage against the United States, if you share nuclear secrets with our enemies, if you trash our political system to the point where your little puppets in the House of Representatives have essentially dismantled legi federal legislation at a time when we desperately need a very functioning government, I don't see what's so wrong in calling for him to face the full penalty of law that many others have faced. And I'll leave with this. African-American people have forever in this country been the subject of extrajudicial execution just for looking at a woman the wrong way when they, they really didn't, or for just back-talking to a police officer at a traffic stop. Right. Trump and all those like him, like the one who made the plea deal, Sidney Powell, Mrs. Crazy, she doesn't even get jail time. She got a $5,000 fine for yeah. helping to try to overthrow an election. Right. A sweetheart deal. But sweetheart she's got to testify deal. against everybody else. Mm -hmm. Weak. And that's what really is, you know, could be a huge topic. And I would love to hear, even though it would make me sad, for some of your listeners to call in and talk about their encounters with law enforcement and the justice system to the degree that they can while protecting their privacy and anonymity. And just to show that we have a two-tiered justice system, and I and if we don't take Trump and his his Putin servants seriously, why are they still even in Congress? Many of the ones that are causing the biggest trouble in Congress supported the January sixth insurrection. I don't get it. Do you? Absolutely, you are absolutely right. This is Walter. Hey, Walter. <laughs> oh, my God. I heard you when I was coming in. And, and thank you very much for your support, man. I really, really appreciate no, that. I'm glad that you made it because we know <laughs> that the, 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 the right-wing drones, the surveillance drones, they have a, a picture of you. They're probably following me all the way. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this guy and his co-host, Mabili, co <laughs> these guys are a bigger threat to the United States states fascism than almost anybody. I can guarantee you that. Probably. We probably we probably are. You are? We probably yeah. are. I, I can tell you this. Have a great, have a great Sunday. And let Thank you, man. Let's call in with exciting <laughs> calls and money. Money for this show. Money. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so All much. Right. Really, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Walter L. Smith II, uh, the host of the Sunday Forum, man. And Mobili's been standing in for me. Mobili always does a great job. Um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let me tell you, um, I, I was in some pain, man. Mm. I was in some pain. 50 is telling on me right now, right? <laughs> Bro, uh, yesterday, me. oh, my gosh. You know, when you... Um, my wife and I were talking last night when I got home. Um, you know, I was out for probably the entire day yesterday. Um, from about 6 until 6. Until, until 6. Mm -hmm. uh, because we had the uh, think tank, the right. Carol Camisa think tank. Uh, yesterday, that that uh, the think tank series, which I, I I've actually started, and this is a brainchild that started because of my friendship with um, a, a very great colleague by the name of Carol Camisa, who fought cancer for seventeen years. Wow, seventeen years. She worked for the Department of State um, as an ambassador, and was was a tremendous, tremendous friend, tremendous woman. Um, she was the environmental concert. Uh, con she was the um, chairperson of the Hillsborough County League of Women Voters uh, Environmental Conservation uh, Section, and she was great at what she did as a member of Sierra Club um, and just as as a citizen, as a, as a human being. She was a wonderful, wonderful friend and a wonderful person. And I decided that I was going to name this after her because she enjoyed, she literally enjoyed creating these think tanks, helping me helping me come up with them. She was a wonderful volunteer, and she never missed a think tank, never missed a think tank. She went to every single one. Um, when she began to deteriorate and succumb to the cancer, 
Uh, she was still going out, and it, and and she would call me ever so often and say, Walter, I don't think I can go to you know certain things, um, and I'm gonna have to cut back on some of the things that I'm doing. But she wouldn't. She would say it, but she just wouldn't. <laughs> so the last week of her life, uh, she and uh, my wife and I went out to a jazz um, a jazz concert, if you will, an, e- an evening of jazz, right? Okay. Um, that, that they have every Monday at, at the hangar. It's called Jazz at the Hangar. Oh, I should it, be going myself. It, <laughs> if you've never been, you got to go. It's free. Okay. There's there's food. The bar is is wonderful. You got you got to go. You got to go. I, I recommend it for anybody. But jazz at the hangar, and we were sitting there, and she was there with her daughter and, and niece and and with us, and we were just enjoying the jazz. And she and when we walked in, she grabbed a chair and pulled over next to her and sat sat me next to her. So as I'm sitting there, we were just talking and everything, and then the night was coming to an end, and so she got up on her own strength. And walked down the stairs. Now, didn't didn't go to the elevator. She walked down the okay. stairs, right? And she blew a kiss at us, and she walked off. And I was I was telling her, you really probably ought to take the elevator. She was like, nope, I'm taking the stairs. That's right. She I'm walked down the stairs That's right. for real. <laughs> and um, a couple of days later, she was gone. Hmm. Um, they, they called me that morning and let me know as soon as she as soon as she had passed away. Um, and let me tell you, the last thing that she did, literally, I'm not telling you what I, I think, I'm telling you what I know. Her daughter told me. The last thing this lady did was send me a text message. She said to me, and I, I, I have texted, texted my phone. She said to me, you always have something going. <laughs> slash, she put slash in it. She said, I'm going to miss conspiring with you. Okay. Oh, man. Right? I mean, you know, gosh, man. Carol Camisa, everybody. Carol Camisa, um, a wonderful human being and citizen of the world. Um, We're going to miss you, Carol. We're going to miss you. Um, So, yesterday, we had the Carol Camisa Think Tank series, the beginning of the Think Tank series, right? It's not like we haven't had a Think Tank before. We have had it. So we dealt with this. We're going to talk about it today, but I, but but I got to tell you what happened to me, right? So Fifty's telling on me, right? Mm-hmm. And as I'm going, <laughs> so I'm working, you know, I'm working with my volunteers and everything. We're putting everything together for months. We're getting everything ready. So as we're putting everything together, you know, I'm not feeling anything. No pain. No nothing. Everything. You know, I'm, I'm here every Sunday, right? right. No, nothing wrong. Did I limp? No. no limb, nothing, right? Okay, so <laughs> everything's over with, right? The whole event is done, right? So yesterday, as we're cleaning up, all of a sudden, everything starts hitting me. My shoulders start hurting. My knees start bothering me. My ankles start hurting. And I'm like, man, you know, what is going on? And there's this there's this phenomenon, I guess, and I guess it's something that happens to people when you're working, your adrenaline has been going, and adrenaline really runs in your body like consistently so hard, and we don't realize it. Folks, please take note of what I'm about to tell you. It runs hard in your body so hard, and you don't think about it, right? Ever seen um, Scarface? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who had not seen Scarface, right? If you haven't seen Scarface, everybody's gonna look at you like, like something like you have a third <laughs> eye or something, something right? yeah. like something wrong with you, right? Um, and literally, I felt like I've never, I've never done cocaine, never done any drugs at all. But I'm like, it must be like what, like what Al Pacino was feeling like had he actually done that whole mound cocaine, <laughs> because the second that that the the adrenaline high went down. The second I stopped teaching, the second I stopped answering questions or taking questions or organizing to get the responses I was getting, as I told you, we're going to talk about today, what happened yesterday and the importance of it. I just dropped. My strength level just went like that. And 
I got home, I was struggling. I'm telling you, I was struggling. I had to have um, two of my volunteers actually in, insisted on following me home. Because hmm. um, I, I was not going to not drive home. I drove home, got there, and as soon as I got in, I crashed. My wife was like, you need to go to bed. And she gave me ibuprofen, and I was out like a light. Hmm. Right? But I was limping hard, bro. I was limping hard. Right. And I called you last night. Right? Yeah, you did. And I was in some pain. But I think I think literally, folks, you know, when you're working hard like that and trying to put things together, be careful of how uh, how hard you're going on things, yeah. okay? Please be careful because if your health is not— if I wasn't a healthy person, this would be, this would be worse. This would yeah, be way worse. you've got to keep your mind on your health. You've got to take got care to. of yourself or you're going to— your body will shut down as you as you found out yeah. yesterday. Yeah, my body shuts down. Whenever something like this happens and we do events like this, your body will shut down. Mine does shut down, but it, depending on how healthy you are, you're able to endure. I endure these things every single time I do one, and I'm in this station with you, period. <laughs> right? Yeah. I limped to that car. <laughs> I limped to that car, and I'm on the road. And I call you. I'm, I'm coming in hot. That's right. Coming in hot, and 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 that's what's happening, folks. Uh, well, it occurred don't. to me when you came in that maybe this is therapeutic. So <laughs> it might actually be therapeutic. It might help. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to tell everybody about what's going on and what we did yesterday, and we will talk about that after a while. Um, we have some folks that are here, uh, but that they just came in, um, so we'll let them in a little bit so they can come on and talk about the play. That's going on. Uh, it's a very good play. It's a very good play, um, and um, we'll let them we'll, we'll let them speak in just a little bit. Um, this is a. Uh, I've been waiting actually to get this kind of thing going uh, in terms of community activities like plays and things like that. I'm yeah. so glad that we have people that that are doing this type of thing. Um, but we have to we have to be mindful um, that we have these artists that are in our community. Right, right, right. Because uh, we don't, you know, who what are we what are we watching? What are we doing um, with all the things that we that our children our children could be doing? Yeah. Um, it's it's you know we could be exposing them to something so much better. So much right. greater, right? And drama, stage acting is another way to teach. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And it's it's uh, it, we, we gotta we gotta expose our our kids to this type of thing. And when we were in church, we used to do plays. Mm-hmm. We used to do public speaking. Right. We did all of these things, and it was a way for us to. It was a way for us to um to. A way for us to to let people know, um, you know, we're here, right? And we don't have to be uh, doing something that's not wholesome, that is, uh, you know, that takes away from who we are, right? With all the screenwriters that are out there, there and, and there are a growing number of black screenwriters right now, right? Right, a growing number. And we of need them. to hear from them. We need to hear from them. We need to hear from them, um, and it is tremendous. To, um, to watch them grow, like we have, and we're gonna talk about those on another another show. Um, and I'm gonna see if we can get a hold of her, Issa Rae, the the right the writers the the right right writress, I think is what they call <laughs> them now. Created a new word. I think I did. <laughs> writress, writresses. Um, uh, and and uh, you know that is something that we have to be aware of is the talent that we have in our communities. Listen, she came from Senegal. Okay. Her family came from Senegal. And she just immediately, and I think if I'm not mistaken, she was actually born there, but that she was brought into the United States. Uh, but the bottom line is, you know, they didn't have a foothold in the United States. They didn't have a, their, their, their roots are not here. The roots are somewhere else. And they came and they brought her here along with her sisters, I believe. But she, her, her talent has been outstanding, outstanding. Um, and we have these people who are writing tremendous plays that have been here a while. 
uh, Antoine Fuqua, right? Antoine Fuqua. Uh, Antoine Fuqua has, has been um, has been a tremendous has been a tremendous uh, talent in terms of directing and things like that. Um, and and it's something he has been um, a great talent in terms of action movies and things like that. We take these people for granted. Yeah. Right. Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah. We see him as an actor. Uh, as an actor, we see him as you know. Uh, <laughs> the, the the anti-black panther yeah, the villain yeah <laughs> the anti-black panther right <laughs> <laughs> right um and he's and, and, he was a sad character because they really left was. him behind as a kid yeah yeah he re- that really was a very that was a tra- you know those who are, those who are aware of of greek tragedies that was a greek tragedy strangely enough black panther 1 was had all the makings of a Greek tragedy, mm-hmm. right? They, they revisited these 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 very bad things are revisited on these people, and we have to uh, uh, teach our we have to teach our kids about Greek tragedies. What is a Greek tragedy, right? So they have a frame of reference when going out into the world. Um, as as we know it now, the world, right? Um, you know, we don't get too bad an influence where we can't read books like Oedipus Rex. I wonder if Oedipus has been banned. Was Oedipus one of the banned books? I think we've lost track. I think we've lost know, track on a, a lot of those old those uh, laws out of Florida have not passed muster in court. So maybe people are just trying to stay ahead of the governor or the legislature because you just uh, never know what hole they're going to crawl out of with the next attempt at some unconstitutional law. Really, man, really. Honestly, this has been crazy. You know, who didn't read... Did you read Catcher in the Rock? Yeah. Okay, who didn't read Catcher in the Rock? We've already read a lot of this band stuff. Come on. <laughs> but but the kids... The kid, what, do, what was the one thing catching the Rock that we know of that everybody loved when we were in high school. What was it? What was it? The use of the word what? <laughs> that we can't say on air. Right. The end word. Holden Caulfield. <laughs> it was GD. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? GD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The GD. We could not say it, but we could say it in the book. As we read it, we could say it because it was in the book. It was the one time that we could cuss in high school that we got away with it. Right? And everybody enjoyed reading Catcher in the Rock, J.D. Salinger. Excellent book. Well, uh, you know, wonderful, wonderful book. It, it, and for the record, folks, J.D. Salinger was not a black author, but it was, right. but, but Catcher in the Rock might as well have been. You know, it, it was a really good book. God, it was a good book. Um, there's so many but, I great... Mean, talk about banning books, and for the reasons they're banning books, somebody suggests to ban the Bible. Because of its oh, sex or gratuitous sex and violence. She, she, listen, man. Listen, listen. Let me tell you something, man. That's just an excuse to do something silly. You know, that's just silly. Yeah. Um, it's um, the contradiction of it all. Yeah, it is. It really is. It is. It is. And you have to, you have to put put things where they are, right? And take them and take them for what they are. Let's not, let's not get silly, okay? <laughs> let's not get silly. And, and I get why they did it because I saw what I saw what they were saying. And, and truth be told, truth be told, when we talk about the the actual aspect of the book of of the book itself the, of the religious book, you do find these things, right? There are it, it is an historical document. Truth be told, it is, it is seen as an historical document, um, a religious book. And it is, in fact, um, something that we cannot overlook. The highest, the highest best-selling book of all time, right? Always the highest and best-selling book of all time. And it's going to continue to be. It's going to continue to be, right? It sits, in, it sits inside the drawer of every single dresser or nightstand in every hotel in the world, right? And why? I've never understood that. I guess because they know what, what sins are going to go down in their room. Yeah, they know what's know about to go down. You better think about it before you do it. You better read this book before you do it. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm sorry, Mom. 
That's terrible. But uh, but it's the truth. It's the truth. It's honestly the truth. And so we gotta we gotta make sure that we're exposing our kids to things that are that are wholesome and that help them to adjust to the um, adjust to the world, to the world around them, right? And I right. think that plays and uh, plays and literature mm-hmm. are two mm-hmm. things that we have. The, the formal the formal traditions of teaching plays and literature in high school and so forth have been are missing. Yeah, they're yeah. missing. So I can remember the literature teacher reading David Copperfield right. to us, and mm-hmm. she did it in the voices. So it was like watching a play in the classroom, and that helped. It really made me interested right. in reading and watching that movie about that book. I was born. <laughs> 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 you know that tremendous uh, great book as well another one great, David Copperfield great book great book um, you know I think we ought to, we ought to start like um, suggesting books why not to read right and and actually analyze them here on the show why not I think I think we ought to do it we ought to do call it call it a lit moment lit moment L-I-T <laughs> Moment lit <laughs> as in a fire. <laughs> so, you know, today is October 22nd and it is Smart is Cool Day. So, anybody who's smart, call them and tell them they're cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to get that phone call. <laughs> I'm not going to get a call. Well, we got four on the line now. Maybe one of them will tell you. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. You know. Well, let's see what happens. I doubt it. <laughs> Somehow I doubt it. <laughs> I'm going to feel badly after these calls. Um, <laughs> let's let's take this call, and then we're going to go ahead and go and speak to our guests. All right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Good morning. Chris Steiner here in Clearwater. And... Uh, my question for Mobili is, why do you say Russia helped Syria use chemical weapons against its own people that was, you say, recently discovered um, in 2007? Remember, General Wesley Clark said that the plan was for the United States to overthrow seven countries in five years, and Syria being one of them. Uh, just uh, over a month ago, September 13th, a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Seymour Hirsch released uh, defense intelligence documents. And, Walter, I just posted this on your Facebook page. The article is entitled, UK Intelligence Fund 2013 Syria Chemical Attack Leaked Docs Show. And uh, referring to, and it actually links to the, the DIA documents that that uh, Seymour Hirsch posted. Um, and it, uh, the article says that uh, on September 13th, Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist Seymour Hirsch published the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency appraisal detailing the chemical weapons arsenal possessed by the Al-Qaeda-aligned Syrian armed opposition group known as Jabhat al-Nusra. The document claims the terror group acquired the ability to produce sarin through Saudi Arabia and Turkey, both sponsors of the Syrian proxy war, and was attempting to achieve, quote, large-scale production, end quote, of the highly toxic nerve agent. The memo lamented that al-Nusra's, quote, relative freedom of operation, end quote, in the country meant its, quote, uh, aspirations will be difficult to disrupt in the future, end quote. And so uh, we almost intervened based on um, British uh, intelligence trying to spin this. Uh, Nate, as a part of Nate, we as a part of NATO, um, and uh, and I think it's it's kind of, if, if Mobili can't answer the question, I assume he'll probably want to cut me off again, uh, being the handler or maybe your handler, Walter, of um, the audio board there. Walter, we need you to stand up against this falsely blaming of Russia. Uh, as last week, uh, Mobili claimed the Nigerian revolution on Russia's uh, deprivation of fertilizer from the Ukraine, when actually, you know, your relatives and we as a world are fighting the bankster gangsters, and your relatives, Walter, are living in poverty and depravity in that revolution. As I mentioned, banks are being attacked by them because cash has been outlawed and digital currency has been mandated. 
in the future, I'm wondering if you don't stand up for this cause that we have in common, uh, what will you tell your son? Uh, well, <laughs> let me go back to something that you said, brother. Um, there, there were reports that came out back then when, when Syria was gassing people. There were reports of the presence of that the, there was a Russian presence. They were given air there cover. Was, that, that was that was a commonly known thing, fact, um, and it was never denied. Uh, it was a commonly known fact. Now, when we talk about the issue of the bankster gangsters, and my as you say, my relatives, and I, hey, no problem. I had no problem claiming the Nigerians as my relatives. Uh, my DNA shows that that's about where we where we came from. So I'm, I'm glad to claim that. Um, Brother African Mabili, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, no, serious business. Um, the, the reality of it is this, Chris. Um, you are absolutely right that there is something that has to be done with regard to the relationship uh, with the foreign uh, banking system uh, when it comes to Africa. And I think that Africans are doing something about it now, with the use with, with the current um, revolution, if you will, and not and not if you will. No, it is it is in fact a revolution. Um, the the development of the African Union, as it was, you know, people are in Europe are very afraid, very afraid, and they're afraid because the resources. The resources that in the bank, as you will, as you were, and I will say it like that for that reason, because listen, the bank is over, baby, it's <laughs> over. And Africa as a bank is done. Africa was been, has been the breadbasket of the entire world and world civilization for centuries, mm. millennia. Okay, that is done, and I am not concerned with Nigeria's uh, turning away from. And because that's ultimately what's going to happen, a full um, uh, uh, about face from the IMF, okay? Uh, it takes time to do that type of thing, and I think there's been an, actual, an absolute period, full stop put behind that, and actual movement to move away from that type of banging system. Hence the reason why Nigeria has been um, a, 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 one of the one of the best economies on the continent. As a matter of fact, it has the biggest economy uh, on the continent. However, um, it, it's it's continued that um, along with the along with the the transition, right? The positive transition from foreign. Uh, foreign bodies and powers that it would have depended on years ago. You understand? So because of that, uh, it falls right in line. They fall right in line with the with the actual revolution uh, that we're seeing in Africa uh, amongst African nations. So you know, it, it's, it, it's I'm not worried about that. I'm really I'm not worried about it. I think I think Europe has something to worry about uh, because they're going to have to make some changes based off of what Africa is doing. And hopefully it's not going to be one of warfare, right, where people are going to be trying to put in, and they're going to try, they're going to continue to try to put puppets in to power. They're going to keep trying to do it. And it's going to keep trying to destabilize nations and countries in order to continue to steal uh, the natural resources and with their neocolonialism, of the little evil neocolonial fingers, right? You ever seen mm -hmm. them, little, them little evil fingers that we cut? <laughs> <laughs> they coming out and touch the face like this. <laughs> you can't see it, everybody, but it looks evil, right? But you usually laugh at it. Uh, but, yeah, there's little evil little colonial fingers that, that reach out and touch you, right? <laughs> and that's what they the little, little, you know, it's just evil, it's evil, you know what I mean. It's just evil of things, man. But Mighty no, Chris, you're right. You, I, I, I will give you that, brother. You're right about that. Um, but you are wrong about if if you are saying that Russia was not present during the time that Syria was gassing these people. Russia was present, and that was a well known fact. The news, uh, the news had reported that several times. 
And about the fertilizer thing, I wasn't speculation. That was actual news reports that I was reading. There were, there were, yeah, there were news reports about that as well. Um, I can't remember everything about the reports, but I do recall. So there's, a, there's, a, there's. And it a, makes sense if you're gonna stop the grain from coming to Russia, they have to raise it themselves. And if you have not access to the cheap fertilizer to do it, and that's expensive, then you're not going to be able to raise food at home. Right. So, I mean, it's those are news reports. It's what not is, my speculation. Listen, hey, 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 think about it. What does Africa have to worry about? No, <laughs> 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 seriously. They, what does Africa have to worry about? All you got to do is organize. You get you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there are several different different cultures and things like that in the, on the continent. Yeah, there's squabbles going on. But literally, what does Africa have to worry about? They have everything. Now right now, I mean, one caller calls the last caller using Kremlin talking points. But the fact of the matter <laughs> is the Kremlin has been on the continent using disinformation, trying to speculate. Yes. Uh, to get those people to overthrow their governments through coups. And this is all coming from Russia's talking points. This is Russia's propaganda at work on the continent of Africa. Russia is no different from the other European and, uh, and colonial nations that have ever touched uh, Africa with his little with his little colonial evil hands. So... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a shirt with with the with evil colonial hands on it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Thing, right? And don't forget Kodiak Island in Alaska. Today is the day that Russia big made that a colony. Point made. Point made. <laughs> During the American Revolution. Point made. Point well, made. we getting close to the news. Getting close to the news, and when we come back, we're going to talk to our friends uh, about the play that they have developed. That's coming up real soon and people should check it out um man I told you I told you we had a lot to talk about I told you a lot to talk about man is it therapeutic yes 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 <laughs> when you come back yeah we're gonna talk about this play that's called uh, To Hell and Back oh To Hell and Back okay and one of the people that's playing a demon is sitting right next to me oh <laughs> <laughs> she's left <laughs> we'll be <laughs> We'll be right back with the Sunday Forum. This is your host, Walter Elspeth the Second. <laughs> this is WMNF Tampa 88.5 FM, Community Conscious Radio. You can also go to WMNF.org and hit the donate key. Specified Sunday Forum. What's up? This is Clipping, and you are listening to WMNF. 